This is Stephanie, and this is the Mocha Minutes Podcast. Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I just want to let you know about something that's a little new here at the Mocha Minutes Podcast. We are now participating in Buy Me a Coffee. So, If you haven't heard, buymeacoffee.com is a place where you can show some um, support and some love monetarily to some of your favorite content creators. That includes me. (laughs) Um, So it's in the increments of either a dollar, three dollars or five dollars. And you can do as many as you would like. Um, So I just wanted to let you guys know would love, love, love some support. So if you would go to buy me a coffee.com backslash mocha minutes. I would greatly appreciate it. It will also be in the show notes. Okay, here we go. I've got gadgets and gizmos aplenty. I've got who's it's and what's it's galore. You want thingamabobs? I've got 20. But who cares? No big deal. I want more. I want to be where the people are. I want to see, want to see them dancing, walking around on those. What do you call them? Oh, feet. Flipping your fans, you don't get too far. Legs are required for jumping, dancing, strolling along down the, what's that word again? street up where they walk up where they run up where they stay all day in the sun wandering free wish i could be part of that world hello and welcome to the mocha minutes podcast i am stephanie thank you so much for joining me and indulging me in the um disney princess standum that I am in. So welcome back. It's been a little bit of a hiatus. Um, I could, I think one of these days I may tell the story of what is um, more of a magnitude of what I'm going on. The short word is grief. The longer thing is grief induced depression. Um, But that is another, another show. But I am back for the Mokelins podcast. It is September, 2022, meaning that in September, of this month marks the fifth year of the Mocha Minutes podcast. So I'm very, very excited to say that I've been doing this for five years. I feel like Rashani right now. I feel like an old lady. I feel like a veteran up in these streets. They're going to put me like in Canton somewhere. They're trying to retire me. But this week I am joined by one of my homeboys, one of my pod cousins. He's one of my favorite, like he's one of my favorite blurds. He is unproblematic black man. I have Brandon from the Wassel Series podcast. <laughs> How are you, Brandon? I'm doing wonderful. I wasn't ready for that intro <laughs> at all. I wasn't. I You're wasn't like, prepared. I, oh, <laughs> like let me not say something problematic. But yes, you are one of my favorite blurs. I'd be like, dang, Brandon know everything. Also, Brandon's a poly signer too, which I love. Yeah, it's almost election season. I'm excited. Oh my God, it's, it's about to be your time to shine. It is September. I'm excited. <laughs> oh, Two months, a, a month and a half away. Oh my God, this is, it's it's nuts because 
you know, it's kind of, this essentially is like, this is mid-years, you know? So it's kind of like everybody's state is all, all over the place. My state, I'm in Maryland. So we're, you know, this year's gubernatorial. Yeah, you're finally gonna get a Democrat back in Maryland. I I hope so. Cause oh, my God. I think dude. I think so. The, the Republicans they have, it's like, yeah, girl, we don't care. Mm-mm, no. Can I just tell you, um, Anthony, oh my God, and I'm blank on his last name, but he was the lieutenant governor. He was under, I believe, um, O'Malley. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny because I saw commercials and it um and it was him so here's the thing he has like he looks different he has facial hair his hair is gray i literally thought it was a different person it's literally the same man who was looking <laughs> government i'm like oh my god that's the same guy i'm like oh. it damn it's the facial hair because i literally like because one it was his black wife and i'm like wait it's like who i was like wait 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 I said, wait, I'm like, hold on. Anthony Brown, couldn't think of his name. So yeah, Anthony Brown looked completely different. I'm like, this must be a different person because I don't know why I was under this impression that Anthony Brown didn't have a black wife. I'm really, really trying to figure out why I didn't think that. Why would I think his wife is a black? Because I was like looking like, that can't be him. But it, it most notably is Anthony Brown, the same dude. I was just like, my god like i really didn't i don't know understand why i thought anthony brown's wife was not only a black woman but a darker black woman because she's darker than him yeah y'all don't cancel me okay i really did not know that it's okay but it's like she like one she's stunning it's the facial hair don't you know but yeah you're in texas how how's the wait y'all are not it's no big races this year for no, you. No, it's the it's the governor's race. Um, oh, y'all have it too. Okay. Yes. Um, Beto versus um. Oh, Beto's coming man. back in. Yeah, Beto. Oh. I mean, Beto's doing pretty popular. He was in Frisco, Texas, uh-huh. which is like a, a suburb of Dallas, North Dallas, right? Um, which is very Republican, but not yeah, but but, but not. not like um. Not like hick Republican, like well mm. off, like it's like near kind of Plano. more like moderate, more like the middle. Well, mm. I wouldn't say moderate, but just like well off Republicans, like mm. it's like old money Republicans, right? And so, okay, okay, and it's near Plano, and it's and so, I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's more black people are moving up that way, but <laughs> mm-hmm. it's you know, it's that type of area. And okay. Beto showed up, so mm. uh, Governor mm. Abbott showed because so Beto's doing this thing where he's going to every county in Texas, every single oh, one. Okay, um, and so Governor Abbott showed up like a few weeks before Beto, and it was like I don't know, like 2,500 people that showed up, 1,500 people that showed up towards the event. Oh, Beto showed up three weeks later, and it was probably 10,000 people with like another whole bunch of people who couldn't what? get in. In in um in Plano, I mean, sorry, in Frisco, they had that law here with mm-hmm. you know the the voting law that's gonna might fuck shit up, mm-hmm. but Beto is very popular, and more than that, Governor Abbott is not popular, and it's oh, not just the gun yeah. stuff in Uvalde, but it's also like the grid going down that hurt him big yeah, time. Yeah, the whole thing with the um power going out, like 
yeah, you might as well just hang it up, just clock out, because we not, we, we don't like you. And then the rich white people are getting mad because the property taxes are through the roof. Are they really? The Texas is the highest property taxes in the country. And I know because nice. I just bought a house. And so, like, moving here, there's no state income tax, right? So, like, mm-hmm. if you rent, you're doing great. because really? rent Because renting is less than, like, the East Coast. And then there's no state income tax. So you got plenty right. of money. But then when you want to buy a house, so I'll give you an example, like in Maryland, like in mm-hmm. Silver Spring, where I used to live, mm-hmm. the property tax was like 1.2% or something like that. 1.6% of the prop of the house value. Right. Um, where I, my wife and I just bought a house that's being built right now. And that property tax was 2.53%. Mm. And that is low. And is so it? in some oh, areas, it's wow. like 28 2.9%, which is almost three times that of Silver Spring. So if you're talking about like a $500,000 house, mm-hmm. you're talking about almost 3% of that in taxes every year. Yikes. And so it's so people are getting upset because the property taxes keep going up and up. And so mm-hmm. he's got a lot of things going on against him. Right. But the voter suppression, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But it's it'll be close. It's, it's looking like it's close. Really? Wow. Oh, wait. And Stacy is running. She's back in the race for um, Georgia, too. So she's running. She's not doing as well in the polls as we would have thought. But we'll see what happens on Election Day. Mm -hmm. The race there is the Herschel Walker race. That's the. Oh, sweet Christmas. That's the the one. Oh, my God. This man. It was like, y'all, what you do really. So you kind of like, you know, because, you know, his son, Christian, is all over the tickety tocks. And I'm like, you do realize, yes. like, please know when it comes to how problematic he is, and I and I've heard the things we talk about. Um, how do I want to say this? I'll be very honest. Okay, so when people talk about like biracial people and they're like the ones that are allegedly problematic, they usually have a white mother, and I'm like, yeah, that yeah, that's. I hate the, the ones that y'all bring up because you're like, God damn it, why you bring up this person? However, comma, um, Christian Walker, I'm pretty sure it's because of his daddy. Yes. I was like, I'm pretty sure his mama is not. Yeah, I, yeah. I, she might have something to do with it, allegedly, but I'm pretty sure based on the way Herschel talks, probably not. Pretty sure yeah, it's, it's Herschel. It's Herschel. And Warnock is winning that race, but it bothers me that it's even close. Like that it's within Isn't it a few, wild it's when like you're just like, points. this should be like a shutout. I don't understand how he's just, it's just going to be, a, it may just be a win, but it's still like, this shouldn't be work. Uh, have y'all been paying attention? They pick Herschel Walker because they said it's Georgia. It's a lot of black people here. Mm-hmm. And so they just thought, if I pick a black person, any black person, right. That I can, they're not trying to win black people. Republicans no. have given up on winning black people, but their goal is to try to siphon off black people. Right. So either make them to either put out misinformation to make the ultra woke, you know, radical mm-hmm. ones stay home and mm-hmm. not vote, mm-hmm. and then to make the other ones, you know, get maybe I can get one percent to go vote for Herschel Walker because he played football or something like that, and that can yeah. and that can win the race for them if they get enough percentage, right? And so, but with this one, it's an ultimate slap in the face because usually they pick like a Republican black person, like right. a like a he's generally smart, generally, but he's you know he's kind of an Uncle Tom you know mm-hmm. black person. They picked yeah. like an idiot. <laughs> they picked it. I don't know. If, I don't want to call him an idiot, 
I think he may have like brain damage because the things he said, like legitimately <laughs> for football, because the things that he says are not coherent often. Like they don't make They're any not. sense at all. And so they just picked a black guy. They had a name. Mm-hmm. It was like, we'll pick this black guy. We'll tell him what to say. And hopefully we'll get 3% of the black people to stay home or not vote. And then we can win because that's all they really need. Right, is, they're not trying to get you to vote. They're trying to get you to not vote. Correct. If you, they get anything under 90% black for the Democrats, they feel like they can win. And so that's their goal. It's like, if we can get that extra 1%, extra mm-hmm. 2%, we can win. Yeah. It's like, and it's so sad that y'all are picking somebody who looks like he um, reads with his finger. <laughs> he definitely reads with his finger. He's like, I, I can't. It's like, he... You know what? Mm, that poor thing. Yeah, but the Republicans, doing, so. not to go too long on this, but the Republicans are doing us a favor because generally True. in midterms, they take over, but they've just elected horrible candidates all throughout the country. Bad that's, choices. That's giving Democrats, Democrats got a chance in Ohio, which shouldn't be, but they elected J.D. Vance, who's really? horrible. That, wow, that's interesting. They have a chance in Ohio. Ohio. That's last like, I checked, it was like a tied poll. And like the last wow. five polls there was tied. Because Tim Ryan, he's been there a long time, so he's a name. Right. But they picked a horrible candidate there. They picked a horrible candidate, Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania. Another horrible candidate. Imagine a man who literally can't stop talking about poop being a shitty um, choice. <laughs> they picked the governor running to Pennsylvania was the dude that was at January 6th. Another, oh, horrible, another horrible choice. A Democrat oh, just won mercy. a special election in Alaska. Uh, really? Who was, uh, and she was. That's I right, because she beat indigenous. out, what you call him? Yeah, she? Indig- she was the first indigenous woman to become a congressman. Now she has to run again in November. It's just for a few months. But they picked Sarah Palin. Like why? Like they, the, the Republicans are picking these horrible people. Mind you, y'all hated run. Sarah Palin when she came up the first time. I'm like, why y'all bringing this bitch back out? Y'all hated her because she, in a lot of ways, was the beginning of this whole Trumpism. True. In a lot of ways, she's the predecessor to him, and so she won, and then she lost because, like, even even white people who are racist, like they're like, picking. Dummy, like they're like, yo, I may not want these black people to have these things, but can you at least pick someone that's can y'all give us a, <laughs> please, pretty please? Can we have somebody else? Anybody, I promise you. Well, we will be nice. Somebody, please, somebody other than her. Like, no, baby, you're gonna have to sit with your choice, honey. You want to sit with your choice. So we'll see. I'm excited. Mm, I am too. This is gonna be more sound bites, more sound bites. Okay. So instead of doing um, playing Am I the Asshole, I found this tweet and I'm like, oh, this will be a good one. Um, so somebody tweeted out, you can only save two of these two, two of these TV dads from being replaced. Which two would you choose? So in the grid, they have Philip Banks, Carl Winslow, Dan Connor, Red Foreman, Tim Taylor, Danny Tanner, Sheriff Andy Taylor, Taylor, yeah, Taylor. I didn't know that. Well, I think yeah. his last name was Griffith. And I'm like, oh, wait, the character's <laughs> name. I don't know why I thought, because it said it always says the Andy Griffith show. So I'm like, I thought the character's last name was Griffith too. Anyway, Al Bundy and Fred Sanford. This is an easy choice for me. It's so easy. <laughs> yeah, I what bet you, you we don't have the same. 
let me see. Who's, what's your what's your? Oh, um, mine's is Fred Sanford and Al Bundy. Say that you would um not have them replaced. No, I can't replace those two. Oh, they're oh, the wow. best. Especially so- Fred Sanford. Sanford and Son is my favorite sitcom of all time. Unless you, I don't know if you count Kirby Enthusiasm as a sitcom, I don't know. But besides mm. that, Sanford and Son is my favorite sitcom of all time. That is, and I never knew that. That is interesting. And it's interesting because it was, those are not my two choices. But I can understand Fred Sanford, but he wasn't my choice. But who was, you said Fred Sanford and Al Bundy? Yeah, have you watched Married with Children? I have. <laughs> but I'm I, like, because I was thinking like TV dad and I'm like, the character Al Bundy, I love. Cause it's oh, like, see, I'm, that's how I took the question. I thought oh. it was like saving the character. Yeah, only save two of these TV dads. I was thinking like as a dad and not really like it's just oh. a general character. Well, they're both of those are not great dads. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was like. I'm like, the thing I like, that's, I kind of like Fred Sanford because it's like Lamont was a grown up. So, <laughs> like, yeah, I think that's fine because my two dads that to be saved was Philip Banks and Carl Winslow. I don't remember. I watched Family Matters and I guess it wasn't that great to me because I don't remember anything about Family Matters. Like I don't remember any specific episodes. I yeah, I so that's the thing because it's probably because I grew up on it. That and Fresh Prince is like Philip Banks is like hands down was the first one. I was like, oh, definitely Philip Banks. Um, but it's like if I had to do an honorable mention, um, it probably would be Dan Connor. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, Rose, original Roseanne was funny. Yeah, it's like the new one. I have not been watching the new one, so I'm like, I don't know what he's like there on the new one, but the original one, I kind of like Dan. Um, but also I like Fred Sanford. But for me, um, Philip Banks and Carl Winslow, because I swear I if Dan had Frank Mitchell up here, I'd be like, y'all already know how I feel. Put him on the chopping block. Fuck Frank Mitchell. <laughs> He's the worst TV dad, and that's <laughs> saying something. <laughs> it's like i'm like nope frank mitchell is an asshole and everybody who watched moesha know exactly why i said that you don't get to call your daughter a whore and you got a whole ass side baby out here <laughs> you don't get to <laughs> do frank that mitchell was bad those was shows like, are, if you watch those upn shows they are wild woo. like in 2022 those are some uh, wild shows the upn before it became cw and god knows what else it's like child <laughs> you man but I did kind of like I'm um, half and half though, not for nothing. Because their um, intro, yeah. intro, their intro is so good. It's like it was actually kind of cute. And Malcolm and Eddie, I watched all those shows. Yeah, the, Moesha was well. Moesha, Moesha might have been on the WB, right? I think, I think she was so. on the WB even I'm before then. Yeah, she was on the same time. She was on that block with. Was she on the block with Steve Harvey and the Jamie Foxx show? I feel I like think yeah, so. Because I'm trying to yeah, because it was like oh no, she was on like UPN. Yep. Yeah. So it's mm. yeah, Frank Mitchell's horrible. Oh, God. He's pretty Fuck bad. Frank Mitchell. Um, let's start. Okay, let's start. I can't believe it. it's like all the mother like you're not gonna save Andy Griffin. No. Mm, no, not no. gonna save Andy Griffin. Or Andy, take- I mean. Or Tim the Two Man Taylor. I'll save the wife, not the husband. <laughs> no. And I mean Andy Griffin. I don't know. I guess when I was growing up, I just spent so much time watching old TV shows. Mm-hmm. Same. Like... <laughs> but my dad liked Andy Griffin. He loved the Andy Griffin show. I but he also so much... loved Married with Children. He lo- like and Full House is like, girl, shut up. 
<laughs> no, I didn't. I never watched Full House. Oh, you know, no, Frank Mitchell is Frank Mitchell worse than um than uh Lou Smith. I mean, Will Smith's dad. Oh, uh, oh, see, that's close. It is close. It's like, oh shit, no. <laughs> At least he was there. <laughs> it was like, wait. No, Will's dad is a piece of shit. Rest in peace, Ben Vereen. Wait, Ben Vereen is gone. I think he's gone. He's left us. I think he passed. But so did Danny Tanner. Ben Vereen is still with us. Oh my gosh. Why did I why am I trying to like unalive him for some reason? I don't know why I'm doing that. He's still with us, Stephanie. Why would you do that? I don't I don't know. Okay, so let's start low-key. So this one kind of took me by surprise uh jesse powell passed away at the age of 51 so the the first reason why it took me by surprise is because he was only 51 <laughs> it was like I, jesse powell was only 51 I, I don't know why i thought that it was like he was so much older but i think it's because he seemingly now i'm like oh he started really young Mm-hmm. so i'm like wow so um so i think his sister is the one who put it on facebook and also on her instagram um to let everybody know that he passed they have not said what the cause of death is but she did say he um passed peacefully at his home so um no matter what it is um i only know that one song by him yeah so you you yeah. had if you are a r&b lover you has you in a chokehold still because it's like um one he and that's the thing if you look at photos i'm like he don't look he, he looks like he is 51 but it's just i don't know why i just thought he would be like 62 or something <laughs> i don't know why i thought he was older i don't know why i'm like trying to age him up but a few I, weeks ago tevin campbell uh you know came out as gay and i looked him up and i was like he's only 45 uh-huh. like i felt so like he's so only at- 45 and see, and with Tevin Campbell, it's like I remember him as a kid, and it was yeah, like that so was a was, long time ago, right? And it was just like, well, he did start like he was like 10, 12 years old. So I'm like him. I'm like, wow, he's only forty five. Wait, okay, Brandon, I just realized you said forty five. Yes, forty five. He was younger than Jesse. Pa- I don't know why. And like, I'm sitting here flabbergasted. Like he's only forty five years old. He looks great <laughs> though. And it's like, yeah, like oh my God, Tevin can still sing. What makes you think that he couldn't? <laughs> I was like very confused. Like, oh my God, he can still do it. What he kind of looks y'all... like T.I. right now. He really does. He really does. It's like he's aging well, I think, for the fact that he came out um, and sung Can We Talk? Uh, I think, yeah. Yeah, Can We Talk at Usher's um, residency, which they're going to keep extending it. I'm just going to let you know, because everybody who's ever saw usher's residency they're like oh it is so good have you but seen it i have not i want brandy to go. is going there is next she month to <gasps> see the residency nice yeah she's going next month oh that's exciting. did you see the did you see the video of um taraji and him yes it was like that? taraji i know that's right just rub up on him girl <laughs> just rub up on him it's like let me tell you something usher raymond gonna be in he gonna be just like um 
Wayne so Newton. Wayne. He gonna be there. He 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 gonna be there for years because they're gonna keep mm-hmm. doing it. Because one, it's a good show. Because now all I need him to do, I need a special um episode. I need the pank to come down to Usher's residency. I, we need the Mercedes experience. <laughs> I need I need Mercedes because if she can do Tiana Taylor, which was like, ooh, girl, if you let, let's hear. Let me tell you something. We need to pank Usher. I need you to call to Uncle Clifford. I need you to bring in Mercedes and bring in Miss Mississippi. We, we need Keyshawn, okay? I need the girls. I need I need the pink experience. That's all I'm saying. But rest in power, Jesse Powell. That, that just kind of threw me. Wow. I was like, oh. And it's like, it was great to see. Because you know, sometimes when people pass, people bring up like bad stuff. Nobody said anything bad about Jesse Powell. No. They're, I like, heard oh. they're like oh my god i love this song i'm like yes if you're an r&b head you has you in a chokehold still it's like if you're talking about like like top tier r&b songs you better be on your list and if it's not i'm gonna look at <laughs> you real funny so hold on speaking of music i wanted to tell you this i didn't oh. tell you this before the show but i wanted to tell you this oh because i wanted to get your opinion oh i have not been to a concert or no i took that back i just went to see um What's that guy's name? PJ Morton. For oh, the first okay. time. Oh, but okay. That was, I totally forgot about that. But I did go see PJ Morton because my wife wanted to go. But before that, which was like a month ago, like two months ago, mm-hmm. I hadn't been to a concert in probably like at least 12 to 15 years. Really? Concert. Yeah, of any kind. Wow. I don't know why. But my dad has come to visit me for the first time since the pandemic mm. um, at the end of the month. And we're going to go see on his last tour ever, Elton John. <gasps> that is so dope. Oh my gosh. I hope y'all have a good time. That's one of the people like, I wish I would see Elton John in person. I've seen Stevie, so I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, I want to see Stevie. That's on my list. Because Prince was like, you know, it's like people who pass, you're like, oh dang, because I never got to see Prince. Mm-hmm. Didn't never get to see Luther. Didn't ever get to see Whitney or Michael. So it's kind of like, when Stevie, I think it was just for like, he just did a tour. And it was a few years ago where he was just touring and singing from one album. That was the whole tour. Really? Like, yes. It was just, let me, hold on. I think it was a song. I think Songs in the Key of Life is the album he did. I got to look at the um, album art. Where did you see him at? So it was actually at the Baltimore Arena. I think it's called something else right now. Um, but yeah, he just. Oh, I'm jealous. Yeah, Songs in the I Key of I Life. That. that was. That's the thing. That was the only, that was everything he did was from that album. But Song of the Key of Life is literally the goat. And also, um, India Ari came out too. Because <laughs> she was yes. at, like, she came out. I'm like, I don't know if she was on the whole tour, but she was at our stop. I need to see if he goes back on, if he does, because he's 72 years old right now. Yes. So, because I was like, when I saw it, I was like, what if he don't ever tour again? Nope, I gotta go. Because mm-hmm. remember, like after the uprising here in Baltimore, Prince came and did a concert. Yeah. I didn't go. And I'm like, dang, I could have went to the concert. I didn't go. And so then he passed. And I'm like, dang it. Because I actually knew people who actually went. And they're like, oh, it was good. I'm like, dang it. I wish I <laughs> went. But dang it. Yeah, that is us. <laughs> uh Oh my gosh! So I hope your father like is gonna have fun at the concert. I can't believe he, he loves been... Elton John. I, I that like is dope Elton though. John. Elton is like, and then I watched Rocket Man. And I was like, oh, Elton John is 
Elton John. Elton John is nice. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about my thing? Like when I went to go see Rocket Man, I went to a movie theater like the weekend it came out. I I think it was like maybe 10 or 11 o'clock on a Friday night because I already watched or I seen the movie. I'm like, oh, well, I got more time. I can go see Rocket Man. It starts in like 15 minutes. <laughs> we ain't got a ticket. I was the only person in the theater singing really? my heart out. I loved Rocket Man. I, they're like, why are yeah. you in there? I'm like, because it's one, it's Elton John. Okay. I love that movie. It's really good. It it really, really is good. I loved it. So if y'all listen, like listen to the soundtrack, but watch the movie because it actually is pretty good. I actually liked it because he was involved. So it's like, I kind of like this. Elton, we we fucks with you. I know a lot of black people who love Elton John. A lot of black people. Right. It's like, and I've noticed like older black people, most notably, they're the ones like, mm-hmm. oh no, I we love Elton John. Well, right? he didn't do no fuck shit. No, he back didn't. in the 70s and stuff, he wasn't like fucking around against black people. So nope. him, people liked him, George Michael. Um yeah, oh, George Michael. And I'm blanking on his name now. I'm blanking on his name. It's another British guy, British white guy. It's like, oh no. British white dudes that sing um the blue eyed soul. Mm-mm. We all we all fucked with them. Most black people them. liked Bowie too. David Bowie, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I couldn't David think Bowie. of his name. I couldn't think of his name. I was like, what is that man's name? David Bowie, mm-hmm. absolutely not. George Michael, absolutely. He's gay. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, Nobody cares. cared. It's like, did you see him in Wayne? Well, of course we know. We also don't care because it's really none of our business. Mm-hmm. How about that? So, all right, next story. And I didn't realize this was the first thing for everything, but apparently we now have our first black woman puppeteer on Sesame Street in 2022. So Megan Pythas Peace, she um, has been doing puppetry since the age of 10. Um, She is now the first black woman puppeteer on Sesame Street. So what does that mean? That she just does the hand thing or she yep. does the yeah, voice she, too? She do, I think she may just do, she may do, I'm trying to think. I think they do both. So I think they might, she might do voice and. Um, oh, that's really well, cool. Okay. So let's say. Oh, um, yes, a black puppet. Mm-hmm. So her name, the little, oh, and she's so cute. So she's doing the voice and she's doing the movements. So it looks like she, uh, oh. She performed on America's Got. Oh, she is no. She was known as the Vanderbilt because she went to Vanderbilt University, the mm-hmm. Vanderbilt ventriloquist, and she performed on the Tonight Show with Jay Leno, and America's Got Talent. She also has a master's in finance from Vanderbilt. I was like, oh, okay, girl. Um, so now she she let's see she for her work she has received two Emmy awards for best composition and best children's short. And she has wow. landed um, her biggest deal yet, joining the cast of Sesame Street in 2020 and making history last September as the first Black woman puppeteer playing the role of six-year-old Gabrielle. And that is the um, puppet that she um, maneuvers and also voices. And she um, she didn't know. So that's the, that's the other beautiful thing about it. She didn't realize this was historic because she had no idea. Mm-hmm. She said, I would have cried like a baby on the one, two, three steps if they had told me beforehand. The sets of Sesame Street are like walking into a fantasy. To be there is really something. So the fact that one, um, she has set, she has made history and also didn't know about it. 
she's like oh i didn't know because it's kind of like the only puppeteers i really knew about honestly is a dude who um voiced elmo and that's because he went to my he went to my college he went to towson so everybody knows that mm-hmm. it's like so you go to towson I'm like yeah what are you famous for elmo. amy schumer um the guy who voices elmo charles s dutton ed norton oh charles dutton did go there that's true yeah, he did so it's like, yeah, we get we got our little things and Amy Schumer. Okay, let me be quiet about Amy Schumer. Um, so yeah, congrats to Megan, Megan Peace. I'm loving it. Another congratulations, and I'm trying not to cry about this one, is that we finally got a teaser trailer for the lit the live action Little Mermaid that'll be coming to movie theaters next May. Yeah, are you excited about that? I let me tell you something. When I saw that um teaser trailer, I was like, I'm trying not to cry. I'm trying not to cry. Then my sisters, and I'm calling black one my sisters in this because y'all are my sisters started showing their little babies and started showing us that letting their little kids see this trailer. And to see these little girls either tear up, get excited, jump around, scream look gooped at the screen like oh my god oh my god it's brown ariel she is cute oh my god she black i'm like oh my lord also the white tears of people literally like getting mad that a fictional mermaid is black is hilarious to me when y'all literally were like <laughs> jumping down um dang i'm gonna say daniel by boyega John, John Boyega. Boyega. I'm like, oh, I'm putting Daniel Kaluuya and John Boyega in the same thing, and they're two different people. But y'all literally were like, want to lose your minds because a stormtrooper was black. But then y'all like, how dare y'all celebrate this? And why was you literally trying to use um, quote unquote sense? Because this is like they're using like, oh, this is supposed to be like a Nordic princess. I'm like, um, her friend was a Jamaican crab. Are you being serious right now? That's it's what in I'm about the fucking to say. Caribbean. No, I was gonna say the best part about the best part about um the best part about her being black as a joke, but not seriously, is that you can now have the Jamaican crab and it not be racist. Hello, because it's like you can hello, have the Jamaican crab and it's, it's a Jamaican racist. like why would a Jamaican crab be all the way? somewhere where there are no jamaican crabs also they're like using this like historic like wild to say that it's a fictional story about historically and i'm like maybe you should actually go back and read the hans christian anderson story you I may not that was really like oh, dark right oh it's very dark she mm-hmm. dies at the end she turns into salt and oh the whole thing um and like and for everybody spoiler work they the sea witch cuts out her tongue, her Jeez. walking on her legs <laughs> felt like somebody was stabbing her. She didn't, oh, by the way, it did not end happy. So I'm like, I, maybe y'all should read this and get, like go and buy Disney. And I'm like, yeah, because they changed a whole lot around. Kind of like how they aged up Pocahontas because Pocahontas was actually a child. And I they aged her either. up. Yeah, like she's supposed to be like 12, 13, 14. They aged her up to um, make her a little bit more sexy. Hmm. Girl. <laughs> but, uh, it's like if y'all don't stop and uh, to just to see the joy so i'm of a certain age i just turned 41 in august y'all i have no problem i <laughs> sometimes it is work to get to another age but uh, the excitement that i'm seeing with little girls seeing a little mermaid excuse me it's kind of like the excitement i had when rogers and hammerstein cinderella came on television with brandy 
and oh yeah i remember that let me tell you something we were losing our minds because for um one it was brandy is brandy and also cinderella is black the other thing is and this is just maybe for me is there maybe other people who could relate to this brandy had on icy blue eyeshadow now at the time that was there were two things that black girls couldn't put on their face red lipstick blue eyeshadow when i tell you i was like oh my god black girls can't wear blue eyeshadow it was a big deal so it's kind of like oh my gosh our cinderella is black i'm like my cinderella is black and now y'all ariel my ariel is also black i can't wait i cannot wait it's like we are going to be losing our minds. We're going to be dancing and twerking to under the sea in a damn um <laughs> theater. I'm telling you. I'm like, let me tell you something. I'm like, I am offering myself up as tribute. If anybody has little kids and they're like, I don't know who's going to take these babies to the movie theater, I will personally take them. <laughs> I will take your babies to the movie theater and we will go see the Little Mermaid. I have no problem. Who's playing Ursula? So I think if it's still true, Megan McCarthy. Oh. Hold on, Megan McCarthy? Yes. Uh, I believe that was like, that is the person who got the role. I believe she is still the person. You mean uh, Melissa McCarthy? I'm saying Megan. Yes, Melissa McCarthy. Oh, Melissa McCarthy. Oh, yeah, I like her. She's cool. Yes, I'm sorry. Melissa McCarthy. And I like her too. You you would think um, I would get shit correct. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's okay. I I thought it was somebody else. And I was like, Wait, is that? I was like, when you said Megan, I'm like, maybe that's not her plane. Maybe that's not her name. Oh, yeah, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, because they yeah, were shitting um, on her because of Ghostbusters. And by the way, sidebar, it's better than y'all actually will give it credit. It is. I was like, I actually kind of like this because I think I, I went to the movies to go see it. I'm like, I kind of like this. Oh, David Diggs is playing Sebastian. Yes, I'm very excited. So let's see. Um, hmm, I'm interested. <sighs> yes, because Javier Bardem is King Triton. Lynn, I love how this is rumored that Lynn Manuel Miranda <laughs> is going to be Chef Louis and Aquafina is going to be Scuttle. It kind of makes sense when I think about the Scuttle character. And Jacob Tremblay is going to be Flounder. Flounder. Yeah, I could, I was supposed to do a show with, um, Javi about Aquafina. Nope. <laughs> it's like I'm not doing this with Aquafina. Nope. I'm not going to do this with um Nor- Nora from Queens. I'm not going to do this with her. Um, who like if she don't want to have the conversation, because I'm ready for the conversation. No, you're not. You're not ready for the actual conversation. Ma'am, I'm from Queens, the white part of Queens. Keep talking. <laughs> Keep going. You're from Queens. Show some respect. Mm-hmm. The white part of Queens. Nope, nope. We're not talking about this. Anyway, Little Mermaid is coming May 2023. Very excited. Cannot wait. Haley Bailey. People are like, oh my gosh, she can do it. Haley Bailey can actually sing. If you have listened to Chloe and Haley, um, that girl can sing which I'm very excited about because Little Mermaid is, I love Little Mermaid, but it's not one of my favorite Disney's. Mine is The Lion King and also Beauty and the Beast. So I love Hermione and everything, but I really wish y'all had got somebody who can actually sing and not carry a tune. And I love her, but get serious. 
Did I you mean, like Will Smith singing in? I in, actually, um, you know, me and my mother Aladdin? had this conversation about Aladdin. I like the live action Aladdin because a lot of people are like he's not Robin Williams. I'm like, yeah, he's not. Also, the character was based on Robin Williams. It's really hard mm-hmm. to like. They literally looked at his stand up. His mannerisms was Robin Williams. I thought the live action Aladdin was good, quite frankly. I enjoyed it. I really I thought his I did singing too. was funny though. Yes, because he like one, he's like he did the talk thing, and I'm like, guys, so did Robin Williams too, kind of. <laughs> like, you know, I liked it. I did. I did too. I thought it was a good live action. I really did. So it was like, no, I think he did a good job, all things considering that he's taken over a role that was literally crafted for the person that's no longer here. And I'm wondering if Robin Williams was here, would he do it? I don't know if he would. I don't know. He would have been pretty old. Right. And because also it's kind of like, even if he wasn't, I, the way that he was about being in Aladdin in the first place, and the reason I'm saying this, y'all, is like, I don't know if she took her YouTube ch- channel down, but Lindsay Ellis, if you find her on YouTube, had a whole um, video um, essay about why Robin Williams is the reason why we got big budget people being um, voices in um, animated movies. You can thank Robin Williams for that. So he he's like, I don't want it. Like he didn't want all the promotion. He didn't want that. But then he also did Fern Gully. So it's kind of like, he's like, I'm not like, I don't need all this. I don't need all this. So I don't know if he would have been on board for the live action. I really don't. I, don't, I think he may have been like, yeah, no, let somebody else do it. Or he could have picked somebody else. So they're doing that next year they're doing mm-hmm. two remakes next year so is that and peter pan you know if they didn't have other live action pan movies i'd be like girl <laughs> like ooh. <laughs> but it's like we have a i think we've had two different peter pan live actions and also hook which is a this older one's called one. peter pan and wendy okay mm. so that's what we got coming up Okay, so they got two because I did watch Pinocchio. Oh, I didn't see that. It was that good. It was. It's really, really cute, and but it, it made me go back and watch the animated one because it's on HBO Max. I think it came out like you know how they'd have that Disney Plus day, so it came mm-hmm, out on Disney mm-hmm. Plus day. It was that because Thor Ragnarok came to Disney Plus, and then also the live action Pinocchio that probably would have went to theaters, but I think. They just put it on a streaming platform. It was kind. Of, it was really cute. I like Tom Hanks in it. I wish there was more, um, more singing because there are a few songs in Pinocchio. They also had like one or two um, original songs. And as much as Cynthia, Cynthia, Cynthia Arrivo can sing, mm-hmm. she was only in one scene. And the Blue Fairy, I think, is in one or actually one two or three scenes i think she's in two or three. Oh, look at this in 2024 they're doing a mufasa movie and Ooh. barry jenkins is directing it from moonlight oh oh then i know it's gonna be shot beautifully because he don't play that <laughs> sounds like, interesting i can't wait because moonlight is one of those movies that's just impeccably shot and beautiful mm-hmm. so barry gonna get the best he's gonna get the best lighting the best cinematographer i can't wait this is great i love it Woo. I love it. Um, so before we head into mid-key, Pete, I have no idea who this person is. Um, but unfortunately, Pete and B-Rock actually um was unalived this week 
Um, and it was like supposed to be a, a robbery because he was gunned down in LA. So the discussion around this is what <laughs> is bothering me just of a course. little bit because apparently he was out with his girlfriend and she took like, you know, basically what a lot of people do that all of us basically do for, to the most part, take a picture of our food and then tag the place where we're eating. So that is what police are saying may have um, led to him being unalived. And I'm like, so, and so people are like this girlfriend, she needs, like, they want her to have some sort of blame or they're putting more blame on her. But he also has flat out said he feels like he is a target. Um, so DJ Academics, who is... God, he's a bozo. Anyway, um, that is Stephanie's opinion as alleged. We'll talk about Nikki and, and Nosy Ho in a minute. Um, <laughs> allegedly, he's a bozo. Allegedly. Um, so he tweeted, wow, this PNB rock situation crazy. I just did an I just did a interview. I'm a I'm not gonna change his grammar. That's what he said. I did an interview with him a week ago where he detailed how someone tried to rob him him in LA recently while he was out with his girlfriend and daughter. Now this. SMH, pray for PNB Rock. Um, so apparently, what the um, when he talked about robberies, apparently from PNB Rock, um, he said, "I'll be trying to be cool because you don't want to be nervous. You want your family to be as calm as possible." I never got robbed ever in my life. I ain't gonna say never. I'm not superstitious, but I haven't been robbed. I'm not gonna put myself in these situations because I know what happens in those situations. Um, cause he was saying he don't go to these places like nightclubs. Cause you know, he, he a nigga from LA. So mm -hmm. I think, um, ice T was very interesting. He put out a tweet, like you can tell dudes who are from LA as opposed to people who live in LA. Cause he's like, dude from LA, they're not really flashy. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> cause it's kind of like when you think about it, it makes me think of Snoop. And also, mm -hmm. Dr. Dre, you don't see them iced out, but y'all no. know these niggas got money. And they're like, mm -hmm. oh, I don't do it for a reason. Because it's like, you look at, like, literally, if you saw Dr. Dre, it's like, you don't see him, like, wearing a whole bunch of fancy stuff. No, he's got black t-shirt, some Co jeans, and some black Air Forces. Correct. <laughs> and also, Snoop Dogg's the same way. I'm like, mm -hmm. you don't see them really iced out, even... um the marathon continues i am blanking on his name i'm blanking on a lot of names today y'all i don't know my brain is kendrick not. lamar not kendrick the guy who passed who um oh you're talking away. about um oh. yeah i'm blanking too people are gonna get mad they be like <laughs> another like it is blah 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 i'm like girl see nipsey hustle nipsey hustle yes. like even nipsey wasn't all that flashy but y'all know these niggas have money but it's like, you're mm -hmm. not going to see him with a whole bunch of ice on. But dudes that's just living in L.A. as opposed to being from L.A., they, they are back differently. Um, I think it's very interesting because you're like, this is all her fault. I'm like, yeah, because we can't possibly blame the gunman. <laughs> well, they said that <laughs> I never heard of this dude, but they said Same. that they said that the gunman was after the jewelry. Like they came to rob him for his jewelry. Yeah. I don't like, know how that's her fault. I'm sure she feels bad if if the guy actually did follow his girlfriend to follow him. I'm sure she feels bad, but that's not her fault for doing yeah. that. <laughs> that's just making it worth blaming her. Right. So 
let me, I found the article with a time frame. Okay. <clears throat> Police responded to a possible robbery at Roscoe's House of Chicken and Waffles on West Manchester Avenue at 115, where they found the victim with multiple gunshot rooms. LAP, LAPD Captain Kelly Mooney said while in a news conference. Let me see if I can find the time. Okay, so they're saying at 115, 159, he was pronounced um, dead at the hospital. So um, apparently, a Mr. Rakeem Allen was apparently there with his girlfriend or friend of his. And as they are there, as they're there enjoying a simple meal, Allen was brutally attacked by an individual who apparently we believe came to the location after a social media posting of the artist and the woman accompanying him. Moore said a picture of the pair's meal had been posted on Instagram with the location tag. He said a black man attacked the rapper at the restaurant demanding his property. PNB Rock had an extensive amount of jewelry and other valuables. After a verbal exchange, the suspect shot the victim multiple times and fled in a getaway car in an unknown direction, according to Muniz. Um, so here's the thing. That is probably not the first time she's ever done that or he has ever done that. So it's like, I, it's kind of like, you want to go, girl, what are y'all talking about? It's like, oh, this is her fault. No, because anybody who has literally been watching this nigga for very long. Yeah. They've been watching him. They just have, I'm like, I don't know what else y'all want me to say. And it's like, it's, it's so easy to say, well, she hadn't posted this. I'm like, so if she hadn't tagged Roscoe's chicken and waffles and just took a picture of her plate, what would y'all say then? Whose fault would it be then? Would y'all then say it's the gunman? Because that's what I want to know. Because <laughs> I'm like, it got to be the gunman. obviously the gunman's fault. It was like, the only way you could blame her is unless you think it's some type of setup. And, mm-hmm. this, and there's no evidence of that. So this is just what people do. They blame yeah. the woman. And it's just whack. This is like wiggity wag, but it's just that is just awful. So prayers to his family and because he has a little girl and to this woman because she literally watched this man get unalived right in front of her. He's like, yeah. So there's like a lot of love that needs to go around to everybody involved in this. I'm always interested with these robberies mm-hmm. because I always wonder. I always like I don't want to see it happen, but I always yeah. want to see what happens because yeah. I want to see if like people just give this shit up. Like if I just feel like if one thing I was taught was like if I get robbed, I just say yes. Like yes. Yeah. Take my phone, take my car, take my chain, right. take my wallet, take my credit card. I don't care. Just let me live. Take whatever the fuck you want and go. And I'm always wondering like, how does this go down with like rappers? Like, cause you hear this a lot about rappers, right? Like they get yeah. robbed. It's a robbery. It's a, you know, it started as a robbery cause they know they had a chain, right? Like a lot of them people know they got, you know, they know they got a chain. Sometimes it's like synonymous with them. So people are going to try to run up on them and take it. And I just wondering, like, I just want to know what happens in that situation. If people let them have it or if the, the robber is just you know, I just, I always want to know what happens in that situation. Cause to yeah. me, none of that stuff is worth it. Absolutely. It's just not. not worth it. It's not worth my life at all, at all. So this is just unfortunate because I think there are a couple of people coming out saying y'all saying more about him when he passed than when he was alive. Cause apparently he released the album or an EP like a month ago or a few weeks ago. I'm like, yeah, it's not I'm my like, fault. I don't know who he right. is. Right. It's like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm also, I don't listen to the hippity hops. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, are you a lady? 
Okay, are you a lady? Because sidebar, um, you did you watch rap shit on HBO Max? No, I saw my wife watch it. That's it's the Lisa, so, I mean, that's that um Issa Rae show, right? It's the Issa Rae show. So yeah. one of the girls that's in the show is Chameleon, the rapper. So it was like at the time, I was like, wasn't even paying attention. I'm like, she looked familiar. I don't know why she looked familiar. Um she, Chameleon has a song called Fine Ass, A-Z-Z, that I love and I've been streaming for months. I did not realize until maybe last week that Chameleon on this show, on this song, and Chameleon on this show is the same damn person. I said, <laughs> how did I not? Because now I'm like, I can hear her. Because I think it was because I picked it up when Issa was talking about, yeah, Chameleon. And I'm like, Chameleon? The, wait a minute. This, oh, that's the same person. <laughs> I was like, oh, how did I not know? Look here, Anthony Brown, Chameleon, child. I don't know what's wrong with Stephanie. I'm like, how did I? Huh. But yeah, rap shit is good. The music is really good too. I actually kind of like it. I really like it. So this is my um, and I think they got a season two. So it's like, yeah, definitely oh, recommend rap shit for real. So let's go into mid-key. And let's talk about <laughs> Brett Favre or Brett Favre. <laughs> mm. So apparently former governor Phil Bryan helped Brett Favre secure welfare funding for USM Volleyball Stadium. So Brett Favre, who, look, I am not a Packers fan, so I, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm really good on him. So apparently about five years ago, um, he got, um, $1.1 million in welfare money mm-hmm. to build a volleyball stadium. And now we've got um, text messages who, not exactly sure who got these texts, but you know, texts are forever. Between him and a Nancy New. <laughs> I'm sorry. This should not be this funny. It's really. Um, <laughs> It's really not funny. But anyway, so this is from Mississippi Today. Text messages entered Monday into the state's ongoing civil lawsuit over the welfare scandal reveal that former Governor Phil Bryant pushed to make NFL legend Brett Favre's volleyball idea a reality. The text showed that the then governor even guided Favre on how to write a funding proposal that it could be accepted by the Mississippi Department of Human Services, even after Bryant ousted the former welfare agency director, John Davis, for suspected fraud. F- fraud just left Brett just left Brett Favre. Bryant texted nonprofit founder Nancy New in July of 2019. Within weeks of Davis's departure, can we help him with his project? We should meet soon to see how I can make sure we can we keep your projects on course. When Favre asked Bryant how the new agency director might affect their plan to fund the volleyball stadium, Bryant assured him, "I will handle that. Long story, but had to make a change." But I will call Nancy and see what it will take, according to the filing and a text Favre forwarded to New. The newly released text filed Monday by an attorney representing Nancy News nonprofit show that Brett Bryant, Favre, New, Davis, and others worked together to channel at least $5 million to the state's of the state's welfare funds to build a new volleyball stadium at University of Southern Mississippi, where Favre's daughter played the sport. Favre received most of the credit for raising funds to construct the facility. Brian has for years denied any close involvement in the steering of welfare funds to the volleyball stadium. 
though plans for the project even included naming the building after him, one text showed. New, a friend of Bryant's wife, Deborah, ran a nonprofit that was in charge of spending tens of millions of flexible federal welfare dollars outside of public view. What followed was the biggest public fraud case in state history, according to the state auditor's office. Nonprofit leaders had misspent at least $77 million in funds that were supposed to help the needy, forensic auditors found. Nat New pled, pleaded guilty to 13 felony counts related to the scheme and Davis awaits trial, but neither Bryant nor Farb have been charged with any crime. And while the state-of-the-art facility represents the single largest single largest known fraudulent purchase within the scheme, according to one of the criminal defendants' plea agreement, the state is not pursuing the matter in in its ongoing civil complaint. Current Governor Tate Reeves abruptly fired the attorney bringing the state's case when he tried to subpoena documents related to the volleyball stadium. The messages also show that a separate $1.1 million welfare contract Favre received to promote the program, the subject of many national headlines, was simply a way to get more funding to the volleyball project. I could record a few radio spots Favre texted new according to the new filing and whatever compensation could go to usm so so there's a lot here so one this is a big thing much bigger than brett farber he's a big part of it correct um it's been going on for a while you know who else is part of this do you remember the million dollar man ted dibiase the wrestler from the 80s yeah he's part of this oh god damn it he's part of this yes it's yep it's pretty big um, but yeah, so Brett Favre did this. So the other thing about that is not just getting the money for his volleyball for the volleyball thing. He was paid like one point, he was paid like over a million dollars to do these speeches that he never mm-hmm. did. He and never he did never the did them. Because that was the part that I kept hearing about. It's like y'all paid him and he never did it. I'm like, wait, what? And then not only did he not give the money back, he don't even want to pay the interest or the taxes mm-hmm. on it. Nope. It's so so mm-hmm. he's just a horrible person, not to mention like all the other fuck shit he's done with writing a letter to support Trump. Mm-hmm. And he when he was playing the shit he did with the uh, reporter and the Jets, mm-hmm. like Brett Favre is just a terrible person. And this is ridiculous. And he did this under the guise of being philanthropic. I'm going to build this volleyball stadium okay. for the school. Because my daughter plays the sport. So if your daughter was on softball, would you be trying to build a volleyball stadium? No. He would be building a softball stadium. Welfare money. It was like, oh, they'd be trying to build a pitch for the women's soccer field, soccer team. It's like, wait a minute. Mississippi is the poorest state in the country. So that is Mm. a big, so it's not just that it's welfare money, which would be bad anywhere. But Mississippi is the poorest state in the country. Uh, who probably needs the welfare money more than any other state in the country needs it. And this is like you using on top of that welfare money and then to build a stadium. And the thing about when we talk about these kind of welfare frauds, why do you think black people who literally are saying like, you do realize the biggest proponents of welfare fraud are white people. Most notably white men. But y'all don't want to have this conversation with us. I'm like, no, you you let um Reagan tell y'all about the welfare queen. Mm-hmm. The queen has probably blonde hair. Don't don't do this with me, okay? And because it's easier to believe, right? Like if right. I told you in a vacuum, you know, 
what does welfare fraud look like to you? Mm-hmm. What it probably, even if you're not racist, what it looks probably looks like to you is someone who is not poor but somehow got a food stamp card, right? Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Like that's what it looks like to like most people. Oh, you you know, you got food stamps, but you, you know, you make a decent living. You don't need food stamps, but you got food stamps. And so you're taking advantage of the system. Like that's what right. it looks like to most people. But that is so small scale. And it may be more people doing that, right? Like the quantity. It may be like more people getting $200 that they don't deserve to get groceries every month. But that don't add up to something like this. <laughs> That's millions of dollars. It's millions of dollars. It's like he got away with this. Millions of dollars. And you were going to give him more money. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, yeah, why aren't you pursuing any kind of criminal? You know what? Nope. I'm not going to do it. Because homegirl paid guilty and somebody else is on like, she ain't been sentenced yet, I'm assuming. So I'm like... Yeah, it seems like all the women going to jail, but the men. It seems going? like she's about to talk. Is what it mm-hmm. sounds like to me. <laughs> it's like up oh, some. I sound like Miss Davis about to sing for her supper. That's fine, but yeah, Brett Favre ain't shit, and he's even more ain't shit for this. But I didn't need to see um those text messages or even know about this to know he ain't shit. I'm like, girl, he's he's done quite a bit, and I don't care what any of your ex black fo- um team members got to say. Y'all could literally shut the hell up. Y'all don't have to protect him. Ain't shit. Okay, so another person who is allegedly ain't shit because I ain't fooling with her. Um, Nicki Minaj is suing a blogger who called her a cokehead. Nicki Minaj is alleging that blogger and podcaster. Oh my god, did they podcaster? Damn it. Okay, sidebar. Brandon, you and I, we do the recording. We do the podcasting. And that was one of the top rules when you podcast and you get on this microphone. If it is not something you know for a absolute fact, you say allegedly. Even if she is literally snorting lines in front of you, allegedly. Mm-hmm. It's like you say alleged. That is like top 10 rule of podcasting or content creating in general you say allegedly homegirl was like nope let me test the waters <sighs> so i feel like this is different than tasha k though it is different than tasha. i feel like it, it's a it little is different. it it is so here's here's the thing um so ho- no deal and mind you y'all we are recording on september 14th all of this came out the afternoon of September 14th. It literally happened <laughs> literally in real time in the last few hours. Um, so Nosy Ho, apparently she has a YouTube page. Um, she has she has a YouTube page, she has a podcast. So she um <clears throat> oh sorry, sidebar. She's on YouTube live right now talking as we record by the time y'all hear this she probably have <laughs> saved it on youtube page. so um so one thing she did was um she uh said that Nicki minaj is a cokehead that is what she said and people were trying to say allegedly she was just like no because i know i'm not even gonna so al- say allegedly i'm like girl what the <clears> hell <throat> are you doing what the hell are you doing um she also alluded to 
her child would probably go um grow up to be somebody who grapes other people because of his father of who he's related to um i think she said the child looks like the child should be speaking by now he looks slow he probably is autistic talked about his lazy eye and i'm like girl what the hell are why would you do something like that i was like so so nikki is suing her that and they're only going by um her little name is Marley Green. That is nosy ho. Um, so it's just a clip. The only clip that she's um, bringing up is about the co-kid. But also in the lawsuit, the um, video where nosy called um, called Nick Minaj a co um, a co-kid who was shoving all this cocaine up her nose. She also made um, vile comments about Nicki Minaj on his eye. He's going to grow up and be a um, He's going to grape people. Uh, so this is a statement from Nikki's uh, attorney. Marley Green is a disgrace. Someone's, someone so lacking in fundamental decency that she has posted vile comments about Nikki's one-year-old son. When this case is over, she will no longer be permitted to use the name Nosy Ho because we will take her trademark from her when she does not have enough money to pay the judgment. Anyone else who spreads lies about Nikki will suffer a similar fate. My marching orders are to aggressively sue <laughs> Sorry, my marching orders. My marching orders are to aggressively sue anyone with the media or social media following who damages her with intentional lies. Eventually, the lesson will be learned. What does she say about his? What does she say about her son? So she said that um, because of let me see, let me find the documents because you know somebody had so on there's a a, a site called Scribe. Um, that had the whole, basically the whole filings, about four pages, of um, Onika Tanya Mirage ver- against Marley Green, a.k.a. Carol Green, a.k.a. Nosy Ho, and Nosy Ho Live LLC. Huh, sorry, I don't want to do like a, yeah. Let's see. Sorry, I am going to find this. I have to find TMZ. TMZ has all the nice little stuff. <clears throat> ha, ha, ha. Mm. Okay, so I actually have the, I actually have the clip. Hold on one second. I'm going to share the sound. And let's see. So here is the first one when she was talking about the, um, the drug allegations. There are three simple changes. Okay, we're going to mute it until the ad stops. But yes, that is where we are. Because can you see? Can you see my screen? Yeah. So I'm going to, yeah, skip the ad. Girl, we don't care. Shoving all this cocaine, shoving all this cocaine up her nose. Allegedly. Thank you. Allegedly. But we all know it's true. Fuck, listen, I can't even say allegedly with that. Because I we know it's true. I'm not saying allegedly on that. Nicki Minaj <laughs> is a cokehead. We all see it. Her husband is a rapist. We all saw that. I covered that for weeks. Weeks of covering the surviving a petty story. Yeah, so this is when she's... I was like... Ah. Did you just say, no, I'm not saying allegedly? Girl. So... 
part two. And yes, I hope I'm she got. Clips. I hope she got some video clips, honey. Maybe I'm she got some like, tea. girl, what do you? I'm like, even if you saw her do it, why wouldn't you just say allegedly? Child, the whole bloodline, including the baby. The whole bloodline is disgusting, including the fucking new baby. She needs to get that baby in. And listen, I don't care. I don't care. Like I said, I'm never going to get up here and be fake for nobody. I'm not going to be PG-13. I'm not going to be censored for nobody. I'm always going to stand true to who I am. People fuck with me for that reason. For that reason. Because I'm not going to get up here and tiptoe and dance around. Because people mad. Let motherfuckers be mad. I don't give a damn. Follow your lawsuits. Your baby's going to be a rapist too. The whole bloodline is disgusting, including your baby. And you need to be trying to get some of that rapist nature out of your baby right now before he grows up to harm somebody's daughter or son. That baby is, listen, I'm, I'm, scared, I'm scared to be an old lady in a world that that baby has, is, is growing up in. Get that baby in therapy. You can go suck some dick. You are trash. Your husband's trash. Your brother's trash. Your mama is trash. Your daddy, the dead one, and living, both of them is trash. And before that baby grows up to be trash, you better get that baby some help because that baby going to be garbage too if you don't. Yeah. She said this with her whole face. She said this with her whole face. And I'm like, oh, sweet Christmas. So here's the thing about Miss... Um, Miss Miss Late Miss Miss Petty. So here's the thing. Everybody knows that it's like she ain't my fave. She ain't never gonna be my fave. Here's the thing. You said that about my kid, and I got a whole bunch of money. Oh, girl, you be living in a cardboard box. Period. 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 Dot. Not only going like I'm not even gonna hold you, but it's like nosy hoe, and I have never even heard of her until today. I'm like, who? Who is she? <laughs> I'm like, girl. That's a good moniker, though. I'm not gonna lie. It really is. So they like when they're like, "Gonna take our trademark." I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "Oh, they're coming like both barrels. They're gonna take their neighbors' barrels blazing against this person." And I can't. I kind of can't blame. See, here's the thing. What she said is foul. Because when you bringing up the baby, it's like, why are you doing this? Um. Ma'am, you should have you should have wrapped yourself in a bubble of allegedly. I don't know why you got so reckless. She started it. She started to say it. She did, and then and then she and then she dealt. I'm like, girl, no, don't don't walk that back. Don't walk. Don't ever walk back allegedly. Don't ever walk that back. Don't. So, and I think a lot of people are like, well, y'all, um, because one, Nicki Minaj has fans, um. It's been a banner day for Barb because apparently there's somebody by the name of Ion. He had a Twitter spaces. I'm sorry, they, because I think they are non-binary. Sorry. They had a Twitter spaces. They had a clubhouse room. I don't know if they're still going on. I think it's actually still is because also Nosy Hill was also in a clubhouse room talking about this and people are trying to send her um, uh, lawyers to talk to one of them, most notably Lee Merritt. Like, this is not a, so this is not, this should not be something that Lee Merritt's going to take on. And I promise you, you should not. Ms. No. <laughs> Sir, please don't do this. Because the thing about it is, is like, Miss Miss Petty is petty. 
And also you didn't give a good goddamn about anybody else's kid. And now you're like, don't talk about my kid. I'm like, one hand, I, I get that. On the other hand is you also put out an episode where it was like, um, this is what the fuck that you signed up for when it came to Garcelle and her 14 year old child who was being attacked by um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fans. And because one of them, and the only reason why we really know is because they were under comments on the Garcelle's comments. They found this boy's um, Instagram. He had to go private because why oh would anybody God. know who the fuck he is? He's 14 years old, but he um, did a screenshot and showed a DM where someone said there would be a knee on your neck if your daddy wasn't white. Jesus. It's like he's 14. God damn. And Nikki was just like, I don't care because Garcelle was um one of the panelists on the reel. And the reel is where the um the accuser of her husband was interviewed. So that's why she had smoke for Garcelle. Even though Garcelle did not do booking, and uh, essentially she was probably the most innocuous but also it's a panel full of women and we're supposed to believe women because we should because i'm uh ma'am i wasn't there um i don't know what happened between um these two people allegedly a grape happened and i could have swore allegedly he did go to jail could have swore he did but that's neither here nor there. And I'm going to keep saying allegedly. Don't care that he was convicted. Don't care he took a plea deal. Don't care that he's like on, supposed to be on the um, sex sex offenders list for the rest of his life. Allegedly. I'm going to just keep saying allegedly. I'm just going to keep saying it, even though that's out there. Nope, not going to do this. So it's kind of like when you talk about vile things. Yeah, nosy hoe. Yeah, girl. Please stop playing with people who got I a lot of. I don't know how Nikki found out about this. Is she like popular? Maybe Nosy Hill is popular. Right. I think she is popular, but it's kind of like, you know, like, you know, on YouTube, you have your people that you look like you, um, you follow. Cause it's like, there's YouTubers that I really mm. truly like. Um, one of them is like, I follow Jackie Anna. I follow Bussy Queen. I follow Rodney the Voice. Hey, Rodney. I follow the Brooke Ashley, my favorite. I'm sorry, Brooke. I missed charm I, I missed my charm lesson this afternoon because brooke is opening a charm school because she need to get us together on these twitter streets child um so it's like it's people that i just like nosy ho has fifteen thousand subscribers exactly on YouTube. that's it that's what i'm saying <laughs> how She's does not even know that, about this she don't <laughs> so the thing about it, the fact that oh and by the way right now um sean oh <laughs> Sean Davy Way. I thought that said Tasha K. Lord have mercy. Yeah. So yeah. Nosy Ho. 15.1 thousand subscribers. So no, she is not a very, she ain't like half a million. She ain't a million mm. people. She is not that big of a um <laughs> she is not that big of a person. And so all this stuff popped up. Apparently, she did a um alive yesterday where she said nosy ho is um Nicki minaj is going to sue her and then she also said that yesterday that Nicki minaj doxed her didn't she do that before Alle- allegedly allegedly has. allegedly she did that allegedly yeah, that's what i hear because a guy named ion x said that um allegedly her fans came after her um 
came after, I'm sorry, came after them saying they wanted to, they were going to grape them, sending those kind of messages. So mm-hmm. listening to the discord between um, Barb's or Nikki fans, and then people like, girl, what the, then I guess nosy hole fans or people who just don't like Nikki has been very, very interesting because they threw around a lot of people because I think a lot of people brought up Cardi B. And I'm like, so Cardi was a little bit different because Cardi didn't jump to just suing Tasha K. She asked her to stop first. Nikki went from zero to I'm going to literally end you. It's like, this is totally different. Cardi allegedly asked her to stop and she did not. And they actually went through a whole court case and she Mm -hmm. had to disclose if she had, she did in fact have an STI and she does not. So this is going to be like a whole lot of girl, what girl, girl, what girl, what for like the next few days. But yeah, that's what's going on. This literally happened live action. I was like, girl, what the hell is happening here? Who the hell is Nosy Ho? I literally thought Nosy Ho was like a new song. And I'm like, oh, I thought she had another song, like the super freaky song. I'm like, wait, she got a new song? Oh, no, Nosy Hell is a person. And Homegirl was in a whole clubhouse room. And I'm like, girl, stop talking right now. Because if I'm listening to these two clips, and by the way, there is a clip of Nikki talking about, so um, after the whole, why would you say she is a um, cokehead? Um, why would you make those kind of like wild, allegations because apparently said uh nikki said on the live if you want to know my drug of choice listen to my music and i'm like um (laughs) yeah it's one of those things where i can say that i enjoy recreational drugs that may not be prescribed to me but you can't say that that's kind of i don't know i'm just like i yeah yeah we're gonna see how much this unfolds I'm gonna have to like put up, I'm gonna have to call Cook and be like, girl, we need like we need to unpack this when more shit has like finally settled. Cause right now it's like, woo, it's up and it's stuck. That's why I have to make a Cardi reference when I'm talking about Nikki, but we are here. That's how mm-hmm. we are. So good to have luck. I think people are still on Twitter spaces and um clubhouse rooms talking about this. Lord have mercy. Let's talk about something fun because high key is all about the Emmys. That I didn't really watch. I but didn't I, watch either. I didn't. Really, I usually watch. I, I don't know why I'm like award shows in general. I'm like, I'm kind of off them, and this has nothing to do with the fact that someone got like the dogs like got like like smacked on 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 stage. I wasn't watching that. I wasn't watching then. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, they did say the viewership was down for this year. But there was a lot of history made this year um, at the Emmys. So let's talk about the history that was made at the 2022 Emmy Awards. Let's see. Lee Jung-jai became the first Asian and first Native Korean to win an Emmy. He won an Emmy, I believe, for Squid Game. Yeah, Squid Game was great. And it was like, oh, by the way, I still have not... um, watched yet y'all i know i'm behind i will catch up before the next season happens yes great you need to catch up i do zendaya or zendaya became the youngest actress to win an emmy twice so it's like look that cheryl lee ralph became the second black actress actress to an outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series wong dong hyuk 
became the first South Korean to win outstanding directing in a drama series. That was also for Squid Game. Um, Cheryl Lee Lauf rang one for Abbott Elementary. Zendaya won for Euphoria. Um, apparently Saturday Night Live extended two of its own Emmy records. Um, Saturday Night Live nabbed the trophy in the Outstanding Variety Sketch category, breaking two of its own records. I really cannot believe that SNL is still on here. It's very interesting that not on this list is most notably Quinta Brunson, who also makes history because I think she is the first Black woman to win um, Best Writing Solo for an Emmy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's a lot going on. Oh, my gosh. So... Um, let's, let's, that's the history, but let's talk about the winners. So I just mentioned Charlie Ralph. I've mentioned Quinta Brunson. Um, oh boy, I, I, I honestly, I am really behind on Squid Game. I really am behind on Squid Game. Squid Game is great. I, I really cannot believe that I, yeah, I'm so behind and I'm so bad with this. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I really am. I'm just like, you know. So while I'm looking at the whole list, let me just talk about this. James Kimmel, you are not funny. And it is extremely disrespectful for you to literally want to want to literally remain to be the most unfunny person in a fucking room by literally stepping on this moment for Quinta Brunson. And I fact, saw the pictures. I figured he was doing some type of bit, but I don't know what it was. Yeah. And I'm like, you are a raggedy ass bitch. Okay. Um, and also, Cheryl Lee Ralph confronted him about that too. And she said, I, Cheryl said that Cheryl Lee Ralph said, I told him to his face and he understood. The bad part about it is, is that why should somebody have to tell you that why should anybody have to tell you that because one you're so used to winning you don't realize what this actually means it's like this is actually kind of whack okay outstanding drama series was succession another one that i need to catch up on oh that's my favorite show succession i See, love it that's I, the thing God. everybody who talks about it, i'm like dang it's like you just go dang it i wish i was involved oh man it's my favorite show it's so great you you of all people would love to say and that's you're not the first person to say that to me like i'm surprised you don't watch it i'm like i know right that show man uh mm. i can watch it oh, like how many seasons is it three or four three three there's okay. not many dramas that i can just like watch on repeat if, mm. if I come on and Secession's on the show, I'm if Secession's on TV, I'm sitting down and watching it. It's just, it's the best. I it's love that show It's an hour so long, much. right? Yes, yeah, an hour long. Okay, see. 10 episodes, eight or 10 episodes, I think, each season. Oh my, okay, so then, I, yep, let me find a time. I'm going to take some. I'm it's, taking uh, some I can't time wait off to do three. some vacation, so I'm, that might be. Season four. Wait, season four is about to, is already, it's on there now. No, so, season four is coming next, probably sometime early next year, I'm guessing. Oh, season three just ended, right? And it, it ended uh in the spring, I think. Oh it's been, it ended okay. a while back. Oh, it's a spring show. Okay. Oh, okay. So then yep, I'm a um 
catch up. Outstanding comedy series went to Ted Lasso. It really should have went to Abbott Elementary. So I will tell you the, the, the folks that was in this category, Abbott Elementary, Barry, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Hacks, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Only Murders in Building, and What We Do in the Shadows. I've heard mixed things about what we do in the shadows. This season of Marvelous, this season of Midge was not its best season. I will say that. So, but Abbott Elementary honestly should have went over Ted Lasso. I'm saying that as somebody who's not watched Ted Lasso. I have watched some of both, Mm -hmm. but I haven't watched enough Abbott Elementary, just a little bit. I love Ted Lasso, so I can see why it won. Um, that's what I hear because it's not a bad I'm like I'm not saying like it's a bad show or like but I haven't watched enough of both but okay from what I've seen I probably would have picked Ted Lasso but Mm -hmm. I haven't seen enough of Ever Elementary that's actually like next on my list right definitely catch up because the new season start next week yeah that's all it's actually literally next I have like a whole list I literally have a list on my phone Mm -hmm. of tv shows and movies to go through and I cross them out yes and that's literally next on my list Oh my gosh, good, because it's really good. Outstanding limited series, The White Lotus. Outstanding lead actor in a drama series, Lee Jong Jai for Squid Game. Outstanding lead actress in a drama, Zendaya, Euphoria. I already said this. Outstanding, outstanding supporting actor in a drama, Matthew McFadden. McFadden? McFadden. Matthew McFadden. McFadden for Succession. Yep. Yeah, Tom. Look at <laughs> Jul- um, Outstanding supporting actress in a drama, Julia Garner for Ozark. Isn't Ozark done? I think Ozark is done. Yeah. Um, outstanding lead actor in the comedy series went to Jason Sudeikis and Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Um, outstanding lead actress in the comedy series went to Gene Smart for Hacks. That's, yeah, I want, you know, I really wanted Issa to actually win this. I'm not even going to hold you. I really, like, if they, so that, I don't know why this is bugging me, but the, Nominations for lead actress in the comedy, Rachel Brosnahan for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Quinta Brunson, Abnett Elementary, Kaylee Cuoco, The Flight Attendant, Elle Fanning, The Great, Issa Rae, Insecure, and Gene Smart. So I haven't seen Hacks. I heard it was good. But still, it was like, this was the last season of Insecure, and so I kind of wanted Issa to win. I can see that. I kind of wanted Issa. But I always just want nice things for Issa, so that's just me. Um, outstanding supporter actor in a comedy series was Brett Goldstein for Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just say this. Ted Lasso had three nominees. Ted Lasso's incredible. <laughs> it's, it's an incredible show. That's what I keep... Uh, it, so um, let me add that to the... Um, and it's only 30 minutes, so it's easy to watch. Yeah, let me add this to the list. So this is very interesting. In this category, Bowen Yang from Saturday Night Live was nominated for an Emmy. Hmm. I think that's very interesting as a supporting actor. That's very interesting. Let me see. Nope. He's the only person, yeah, because there was no no lead, no lead actors or actresses in comedy series from anyone from SNL. But Bowen Yang, that's very interesting to me. Outstanding supporting actress in comedy went to Cheryl Lee Ralph. Outstanding league actor in a limited series um, or TV movie, Michael Keaton, aka my Batman for Dope Sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, he was so good. Outstanding lead actress in a limited series went to Amanda Seyfried for The Dropout. Outstanding supporting actor in a limited series went to Murray Bartlett for The White Lotus. And outstanding supporting actress in a limited series went to Jennifer Coolidge for The White Lotus. 
<laughs> Outstanding reality competition series. Lizzo's watch out for the big girls. Lizzo won over RuPaul's. I really, that's the thing. It's kind of like, so the shows that are listed, The Amazing Race, Top Chef, RuPaul's Drag Race, The Voice, and Nailed It. Yay, which I love. I, I feel like every year RuPaul's Drag Race is the one to beat. And so the fact that Lizzo RuPaul's won. RuPaul's Drag Race is a trip. It is a trip, but it always <laughs> wins at Emmy. So I'm like, huh, you beat RuPaul's Drag Race, not even Top Chef. I'm like, Top Chef is, yeah, it deserves this Emmy nomination. Um, Outstanding Variety Talk Series went to Last Week Tonight with John Oliver and Outstanding Variety Sketch Series went to Saturday Night Live. So here's very funny. They had two nominees listed, a Black Lady Sketch Show and Saturday Night Live. <laughs> two, Girl, two what? It was two people. I'm like, get the hell out of here. So are those was, the only sketch shows around? Right. I'm like, I feel, I'm like, is it? Because I guess I, I was wondering how the black, I'm like, because I'm on the black lady sketch show does have sketches, but it was kind of like, I didn't realize they would put it as a sketch series. I don't know why I'm like, in my mind, I didn't think this would be a sketch show because I'm like, they do have different sketches. So Stephanie, I don't know why you're like having trouble computing this, but that was the enemies as a very I'm like a black woman i had a lot of black girl magic moments lizzo winning is just wonderful considering that yeah because i haven't been on the mic for a while but mr aries spears after that bullshit that he did and the, the bullshit that you were allegedly involved in with allegedly with tiffany haddish um yeah <laughs> karma karma is a bitch and that bitch just wanted me. i'm kidding i'm kidding um after her winning um she won an award last week or the week before, and now she won an Emmy. It's a good time to be a fat black girl named Lizzo, and I'm all for this. I'm very, very excited um, for Cheryl Lee Ralph to be the second black woman. The first black woman is Jack A. Harry, who, yeah, by the way, yes, she thinks she was very much like, I am so glad that she won. She was very complimentary and also let us know that Cheryl Lee Ralph actually auditioned for the part of Sandra. Oh, really? And it was like, <laughs> huh. It's like, so it was like to see the one, the camaraderie of only an August Leo would do, because that's what Jackie Harry is. <laughs> She's my Leo sis. I'm I not love surprised Jackie Harry. She's a trip too. She is so funny. They're like, if you need to know that Jackie Harry is a, a Leo, just watch her Twitter. Her and Halle Berry. <laughs> You're like, yeah, no, it totally makes sense. <laughs> Let's look at the way they tweet. So that, my friend, is the Emmys. It was a good night to be a black woman. And some, and just know if you see a white dude named James trying to step on your moment because he's not that fucking funny. You're not even a, you're not even the funniest white dude named Jimmy who hosts a late night show. No, he's not. That's he's true. Not. It's like fuck you. Oh God, I can't. I I honestly am just like. I'm sorry. I really wish she had like stuck her heel in him. Oh, okay, you did. Let me see. Ow, ow. Yeah, get the fuck up. It's my moment, bitch. Get the fuck up. See how that works. But I'm very happy for Quinta Brunson because I remember her. Um, he got money and you know the BuzzFeed days. And then to see her like on Black Lady Sketch Show and then her going from that to writing a show. And it's called Abbott Elementary because it was named after her teacher named miss abbott 
the fact that we're doing all of this, the fact that they use their, um, I guess, money, their budget from the Emmys, um, they use it to give back to schools in Philadelphia. I just want nice things for Quinta Brunson. I just definitely want nice things for Shirley Ralph, AKA Dina, because she gave us dream girls on Emmy mm-hmm. night for Lizzo. Um, not, not for nothing, for Jennifer Coolidge too. And I love that, you know, it's like we talk about like first black nominees, but we also talked about a lot of Asian nominees. And it was like, mm-hmm. wow, that has never happened before. Like, uh, the thing about it is it's like, we're in 2022 and we should not still be doing the first, the first, the first, the first, the first. And it's like, yeah, because it's not just us. So I'm all for it also the different um, representation for um, Korean actors and Korean people or in Asian people in general, because you know, they're like, oh no, this is for all of us. I'm like, yeah, but it's most, it's different when it's you. Mm-hmm. If I was a Korean person at home, I'm like, ah, oh, this is nice. This feels very, very good. This feels very, very good. Also something that I realized that I didn't see, and I don't know what the timeline is, but um, This Is Us did not get any nominations for Emmys this year for their final season. I didn't notice that at first. And I've I'm never watched it. I, I, I've watched it since day one. And also I thought this was going to be the year for, because one Sterling K. Brown eats it every damn time. Also watch Honk for Jesus. It's a good movie, y'all. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny as hell. It's funny as hell. So I was like, maybe, and I'm thinking it's because I don't know what the time frame is, but I was like, maybe it's because it ended on this time, but it's like also Abbott Elementary is one at the same time. So I don't think that's it. But I am, it's very interesting that I didn't see anything for This Is Us for its final season. I just realized that. I just wanted something nice for um, Sterling K. Brown. But so, yeah. Oh, okay. So here's some other historical things. So Selena Gomez, um, Selena Gomez has become the second Latina to be nominated in the category for, um, she was in actress for Only Murders in Building for, so I believe she was supporting actress for um, that series. Nathan Lane has become the most nominated actor in the history of the comedic guest actor category. Hmm. It's like, I didn't realize I was saying, but of course it's, it's Nathan Lane. And he always like brings, um, he always brings it. So Quinta Brunson, she is the first black woman to earn three nominations in the com in the comedy categories in the same year. Zendaya is the, um, the youngest actress to win outstanding, um, lead actress she made that history 2022 when she um became the longest she was the youngest winner um and she is now the youngest two-time leading actress nominee ever squid game um they made history as the first non-english language series to be emmy nominated for outstanding drama and they got 14 nominations for the show um with five acting nominations um and they 
the show contributed to the record number of Asian actors being nominated. Um, Succession, oh gosh. Succession. Succession has, um, breaks the record for most acting nominations at the Emmys with a total of 14. The previous record holder was The West Wing with 12. How interesting. Saturday Night Live, we already talked about them um, breaking their own record. Um, With nine new nods, Saturday Night Live breaks its own record as the most Emmy-nominated show in history. The show has received a total of 306 overall nominations since it premiered in 1975. I mean, it's been around 8,000 years. It really is. Yeah, so... That means we're good. It's like the thing about it is, it's like I we're still talking about first or the most, or this has never happened before. But the fact that we went from Jack and Harry in 227 to Cheryl Lee Ralph and Abbott Elementary in the amount of decades between that is just wild to me. Because there have been some very funny, very funny black women who just didn't win. Mm-hmm. So but y'all, I think Brandon, I think we have a show. I think we have a show. That was fun. Allegedly. It's been too long since I've been on here. Right. Um, That's the show title. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly, we have a show. Um, Before we get out of here, first, thank you, Brandon, so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Frankie. I truly appreciate it. Thank you for making this break back from hiatus so much smoother than I thought it would be. So thank you so much. Please let everybody know how to find you and your multiple shows and, you know, my, um, my boo that flies to friendly skies and that dude, Michael, who he's probably diving somewhere. God, I don't know where he at, but tell everybody how they can find you and they can find your shows. Yeah. On social media, I'm mostly on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Be okay. I'm probably going to change the name though. I hate it at this point, Uh, (laughs) but it's, I, I haven't thought of what to change it to. So that's what it is right now. Um, I haven't recorded the Watch the Series podcast in like two months. It's been a while. Um, mm. So we might record something soon, hopefully. Uh, but right now I'm recording a podcast uh, with my friend Chanel uh, called We Was Dragons podcast, talking about Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, House of Dragons. Um, and so that's really fun. Uh, we talk about it and make a lot of jokes, uh, and a lot of Cisco jokes, by the way, so for some reason. Um, and then there's also the RTO podcast where we review old TV shows. Yes. Right now we're reviewing Counterpart, which is a two-season show starring uh, J.K. Simmons. After that, we're doing Watchmen. Um <laughs> And then I don't know what we're doing after that. Rashani's picking, so we'll see what he picks. Because he he picked Oz, and Oz was horrible the last three seasons. And so we've been teasing him about that. The way it ended is just like, God, this deserved better. It it was the last two and a half seasons were just bad. And so we teased him about that. So he's got to come something strong next. See, you know what? I I feel like I want y'all to be a glutton for um, punishment, and I want y'all to do the strain. The strain. Oh, I think somebody did bring up the strain. I don't you know should, if that's because next, but someone brought like, up the strain. The first two seasons, fine. The last two seasons, I'm I'm ready to like do like child abuse because that little boy got on my damn nerves. <laughs> so yeah, that's called the RTO podcast. And so those are really what I'm doing weekly. So check those out. Yay, yay. So guys, this is the Mocha Minus Podcast. I am back from my itis, so I will be back next week. 
not exactly sure who's going to be here, but I know I'm going to have fun. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate everybody who is sticking with me. People are sending me funny photos. Niamati, you and your reels, if y'all don't know, that African butterfly, y'all should be following her on um, Instagram. Find her YouTube channel because I swear it got me through it. I appreciate it. Tosh Boogie, you are hilarious. That's one of my faves. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody who has been sticking by me, sending nice thoughts. It's a rough uphill battle. It is like a roller coaster, waves, ebbs and flows. So thank you so much for ebbing and flowing with me. And I'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Black girls. If we don't like black girls, what is wrong with that? Like nothing. At this point, I will drive y'all over to the white women my goddamn self. Because y'all can't never just get there on your own. The white women are here. You motherfuckers are here. It's a straight line, but y'all always got to detour and harass black women. Why? So look, I drive a Jeep Compass, okay? It's not that big, but some of y'all can ride on the roof. I ain't gonna remind y'all what color your mama is. I'm not gonna try to convince y'all to love y'all selves, nothing. Y'all ain't even gotta give me gas money, okay? I will drop y'all right off to them white women if it means that y'all will shut the fuck up telling us about it. We done already cracked the code. We know it's not actually about y'all liking white women. Because if it was, y'all wouldn't need to bring up black women at all. You would just go fuck your white woman and prosper. But the fact is, a lot of y'all are only interested in dating white women because you think you're proving a point. A point to white men that you have some sort of equity to them. A point to black women that you're upgrading or I don't know, whatever the point is. Well, all y'all really have to do is just date whoever will tolerate you and unpack your internalized anti-blackness before you pass it down to your little mixed son, Caden. That's all.